welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I was trying to do a video for this reading, but I decided that I rather do audio. So we'll see how that moves as we move forward. But in the meantime, the channel guidance is going to stay vocal. Vocal. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, okay, recalibrate. Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a lovely tarot reading for those of you who are doing personal development. I wanted to do a video, but I have a better feeling when I'm here with the audio, keeping my eyes off the camera. I'm able to stay in the zone with the energies and the channeled guidance. Okay, so for now, we're going to keep it this way. Once we have the 1K, depending on how the community grows, we'll, we'll see on requests. And if you want video, we'll move into that one. For now, we're going to stick to that, the, the audio. Okay, so on that note, what I have for you today is a lot of beautiful, beautiful news. I know you heard a recent channeled guidance for relationships and 5D mystics. And this one is not disconnected but at the same time it doesn't have to have anything to do with that one either take what resonates as they say but really it is that you'll know you intuitively know if you have ever any uncertainties allow yourself to sit with it wonder why do i have an uncertainty and then allow yourself to understand that there are no right answers there are no wrong answers there's not one way this is creating a relationship with Shiva, nothingness, unknown. On that note, you have learned how to identify the bigger picture of what can be and where you are protecting your heart and your crown. So you are protecting means you're afraid, not that you are actually in need of protection. 5D knows there's no need to protect we're all a big ball of energy, so we are family. And the three-year-old heart is whole. Let me specify this. So if for any reason I have someone who on this uh, episode or in general, you know that you have childhood trauma. Um, when I say three-year-old three whole heart, it means that you unconsciously love who you are with your flaws and imperfections. And you know your history and your story, so you know your patterns, you know everything, and you know that you are the grown-up of you emotionally and mentally. But of course, there are aspects that can be triggering, so you know when that's happening, and that's why you're not ego-sensitive, you're ego-aware, you're self-aware, and you just understand that's something that comes from my stuff, because that's the difference between a three-year-old with a whole heart who is using their integrated brain, so you know what came up, what comes up. If there's uncomfortable, it's my stuff. Okay, and so this is the taking ownership and then the being able to share and present uh, with people in general if you're having a conversation or not. And this is the area where um, you don't need to stop tuning in. I'm just trying to ensure we know that there are groups Groups of people who have stuff comes up and you're working with it, great. I'm happy to be a person who can support that always, but I'm here to share support and guidance with those who know they are the leaders of their thoughts and emotions. So you independently choose for yourself. This is 
extra to what you're already doing. In fact, it will resonate in a way of, yeah, you know what, that, that feels really, really spot on. And if it doesn't, okay, I'm listening to lady. It doesn't have anything to do with me. And that's cool. I'm just tuning in for curiosity because I want to. I always do that with a bunch of tarot readers. I'm like, huh, you know what? This one's not really matching. <laughs> a lot of them don't match, but I like hearing them. And that's actually humorous. Most all don't match because it's in the sphere of the collective. But it has areas that you'll be like, oh, that sounds familiar. Okay. And on that note, um, people who do look into channeled guidance and tarot readings, it's because of enjoying that, act, that added information. I know 4D likes to say it's for guidance. And yes, everything is guidance. But essentially, you're already on a path. You don't need guidance for where you're headed. It's going to allow you to expand what you are already in the process of expanding. And I know some people say this is a play on words. It's a play on words only for those who don't take their own ego self and their own name and know I live my physical human being, emotional and mental life every day. And I also have maybe Claire's, and I also have maybe this or that, but I'm a person. So my first joy is being able to wake up and know that I'm embodying who I am. And that's you with your ventral vagal state, okay? So your attachment system, your social system. When you have a fear, you feel it. You feel it in your heart. You feel it maybe in your mind. So if people, for example, are not allowing their mind, the chakra crown, to open up, they get headaches sometimes because they're using only the left mode and they're not processing the emotional stuff, but it could just be a habit. And so that's, there's a lot of different things coming through right now. Okay, I'm going to disengage and, and stick to the reading and just allow your beautiful selves to know as long as you are enjoying and, you know, again, resonating Keep tuning in. If you're not, you know, again, out of laughs, curiosity, it's okay. Don't, don't make it out to be a mockery, of course, but even if I understand, I totally get it. So back to our channeled guidance into this lovely reading. The protective energy is something you're aware of and you don't want to hold on to it. You're not trying to keep it in its fixed ways you have been able to clarify what those triggers are and that you were not tuning into your intuitiveness because of people around you who didn't actually treat you as if you knew what you were doing. You have had a lot of people who have criticized you and have criticized your intuitiveness. So you kind of discarded it and now you're like, wait a minute. I actually know a lot more than I thought I knew. And the protection that I have is not really me protecting me from life. It's me feeling that I can't share who I am because of those around me. They don't actually give me any type of sign that I'm worthy. And I am specifically talking about intuitiveness right now. So one, every human being is intuitive, but some of us are pure consciousness intuitive. And I say some of us because some people are not. 
They are people who are in their survival mode. They're using their enlarged amygdala. They're in a trauma safety behavior brain that's scanning to figure out how to best behave so that mommy, daddy household won't be scary. It's unfortunate that they don't learn about being a human baby because their brain is scanning, scanning, scanning. Then you got 4D stories and they're using them all over the place. Okay. Um, and I need to share another note. I am walking as I record. I have been forced to implement walking. <laughs> so if you hear me moving, you know why. And no, I'm not enjoying any minute of it. Remember, we all get those little pushes from the universe. And sometimes the pushes are what they are. And sometimes it's just aging and I have scoliosis. So there you go. That's the beauty of 5D mysticism. It's this and that. And it's all good as long as I'm in my inner, outer well-being. Okay. So your ability to have an ego death experience is not as painful as those who talk about it in 4D land because you really don't have this deal with being an emotional being, meaning I am a person, I have emotions. It's only normal that I have a heart and that it can be broken. In fact, it's funny because the same people who do do this, they actually always come across as if they, their heart can't. Versus the ones of us who say, yeah, heart can be broken, but then again, it's a muscle. So yeah, I can feel sadness, but it's the depths of sadness. What is that? It's processing emotions. Okay, so the ego death is not an ego death in the same way of how 4D talks about it. It's more of I'm aware that my intuition and my ability to see in both realms. So black and white is not the way I think. I see gray. I see black and white. I see rainbow. I see it all. I have a very good communication with source, with the infinite, with Akash. So please also move beyond supernatural. That's at least for those who are going to be in the 5D plane. We don't do believing in belief systems, but I have to use words to organize concepts. It's not because of anything except for the more you allow your mind to be in the absence of specific words with the concepts that you're experiencing, the more you're going to navigate into that infinite possibility potential realm when i was opened up to this space i'll never forget it it was the most amazing thing in my brain i had the stars i had the galaxies the infinite galaxies it was and it was an explosion of open to the universe like like when you see one of those physics documentaries the universe but like, imagine that in your brain, you know, so I woke up from this dream. I was like, what the fuck? That's amazing. And I knew, I immediately knew I was opened up to the space of infinite. Being able to share this and help you to ground it as a person is very important because a 5D body type is a person who has the dissociation take place, but without us going out. We don't dissociate in the way that others, the realization, depersonalization, dissociation out of body experiences. We don't do, I'm observing my body. We're actually consistently in a state of oneness with our body and the sphere of energy. This is why I'm looking to how I want to bring you being a 5D mystic because I know there's a lot of 4D mystics. But I know that people who have the emotional body in the forefront, they, they can't be 4D mystics because they will have the automatic 
compassion in their heart. Their three-year-old is a whole heart, even if it's broken. And in fact, this reading is for those people. You're, you're, you're already your own guru, but you know that being a guru isn't the same as the past. So you're not going to go off and into the middle of nowhere and do shit. You're going to be a person who stays grounded in reality and continues to understand. So Kundalini awakening and spirituality awakening, apparently they're completely different things. I watched a video, made it through it. It was a good video, made sense. And if I have to be honest, I'm going to say that no body, no person can set in stone that you're going to awaken spiritually, either with the spirituality or the kundalini, meaning you are a body and you have energy. And when you look at the trauma memory and how it is stored with Peter Levine, I learned it from him, bones, tissue, muscles. When you look at the Kabbalah, I have this book that I haven't read yet. It talks about how the parts of the self are fragmented within our organs and da 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 Like there's all these different information pieces. And so, long story short, all people look into something to give them awareness of what's happening. I began just with a year of ascension symptoms and then I'm like, okay, now it's repetitive. I know I'm going to move beyond this because if I keep on listening only to this stuff, I'm going to keep thinking about this stuff only in this way. And I don't really care about if it's expansion, not whatever it is, but actually here's the other note. Um, you'll always know when you're expanding your light body. You don't need to be told it. I knew when I was going to my rainbow body. Because I felt as like, okay, I had three or four light bodies. I'm having my rainbow body right now. And after that, I began expanding my energy body. And I have had two to three this year. I'm thinking it's settled in. I'm thinking I've expanded to the most because the panic attacks, remember, I've shared with you all. Some of them are for the overload of energy. Others, instead, it's processing pure fear. It's processing emotion. It's something related to me. Um, on that note... Your energy body expands and has a window of welcome, like your window of welcome for emotions. Okay, and on that note, back to our reading for you. The ability to move, it's a little bit challenging. So you have realized that your intuition is spot on, that you have a lot more knowledge than others have given you credit for. And this is what has allowed you to know I am going to listen to my intuition I'm going to listen to my heart I'm going to follow what I know brings me joy and happiness and then for the people around me I am not going to disregard them necessarily but I'm not going to take them to heart either and moving though is a bit scary because I don't know how to move sensually with my own voice in a way of my own root. So I'm not rooted into my actual creative voice yet. And it feels scary to lift my feet and to start moving. Now, I don't want this change. I mean, I want it, but I don't really know if I'm ready for it either. Okay, and on that note, this is why we have what is a moment of contemplation and more. How have I used my mind? How have I used my time? How have I used the sources available to me? How have I used my surroundings? How have I been stagnant? And how can I 
look to the world around me differently. The part about realizing what can be different, it will only happen if you move. Because inaction equals stagnation. To allow yourself to tap into your expanded intuition and intuitiveness means you're going to have to take that leap of faith. And these are those areas where relationships are fundamental to it because you can imagine all day long what it's like to be confident. If you're not able to live confidence with a person and or people, then you're not going to embody the adult self. That's why once you reparent and you're now your parent, you're going to move to your adult. Then you're going to learn how to enjoy being around all types of adults, and notice when you're uncomfortable. So being comfortable to be uncomfortable is expansion of consciousness. And this is why some people don't move into the Enlightenment Soul Age group. Because when the moment of uncomfortable comes, let's use relationships. So some people can come out of good trauma therapy. I've seen some of them spelling out how you'll never ever have the same relationship, da-da-da-da. Never, ever, ever say ever, because that's the part, even though sometimes I have said never forever, and I'm like, shit, you know, but they're modes of expression. We're so used to using them. However, they essentially don't, um, they're not true. They're not true because malleability is what is true. The flow state is what you are, and I had read about this, how it would be. Now I understand it physically. So the flow state is where today you are waking up, you're energized, you're doing a bunch of things, and it it always does feel like philosophy, but you're doing a bunch of things. You are aware that this year or this month you're going to work through recalibrating how it feels to move one step forward and one step back, okay? And... Actually, I'm going to use this one. I'm going to learn how to say no without feeling charged. That's an example that I'm going to use. And that's because that's what you get to harness. That's why our oversoul is important. So trauma is relational. Intimacy is the core. Once you have enough self-regulation skills and your self-surrender is there, so this is why only you know when that happens. Right now, this reading is not for somebody who is consistently consolidated in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. So you will know when this happens, the minute you don't feel shame or pressure or blame or upset at any person around you, humanity included, from your heart. You are a heart that is whole, that understands I'm having a subjective experience and they are too. And and it's not because you don't have an opinion. It's that you are in a space of equanimity with your opinion as well. And so you're in that infinite possibility with a presence and awareness. I am a person. Here's the self I am. I live in a world. The world has a lot of different facets to it. I don't need to move to notice what's around me, but I want to be open-hearted and open-minded and open to taking the actions that will lead me to next steps that make me feel in my body at ease and in love and my three-year-old childlike self is here too. 
that three-year-old is what number we use because that's the implicit memory. So from zero to three, the body's sensations and you reworking that implicit memory in time, it is all going to come forth in your relationships. So once you've mastered being the person you want to be, it's when you can notice I'm having fun like my inner child. And I don't prefer personally using these words because it takes away from the fact that you're a grown-up. And I'll use me. When I got the hypnotherapy in the therapy session, I was like, wow, you know, I, was, I had no words. I was in the moment with those sensations. I like being able to share that with you all here as the person who knows I'm Maria, who's an adult, and I remembered something. And I remembered it thanks to a hypnotherapist. But I don't need to relive it in the exact form of my three-year-old. So what I mean is I'm not going to bring myself to the moment again and again and again and try to re-experience it in the embodiment of it. I want to embody me, the 43-year-old, who's remembering that moment thanks to having been brought to it through a practice of basically hypnotherapy and on that note the difference for 5d is this we don't want to spend time in mind mind's eye we want to spend time externally however we also know of course they're all very important so for me to remember that memory is why i can share with you oh wow the three-year-old heart the three-year-old implicit memory because that's where I didn't know that about me one, but I also didn't know that I didn't know how to equate pure consciousness to you all. Because when you only use the human elements or the psych educators, it doesn't do justice for those of us who do mysticism. And that is also why though we understand why for the therapists, like somatic therapists, trauma therapists, I'm a woo-woo lady. I know this. I've had plenty of professors. They know that I'm a mystic. I try to keep it, you know, more of I'm a Reiki practitioner and I leave it in the holistic plane because I, I respect the educational platforms and I respect academia. And I know of the difference between if I'm with an academic setting of people versus with my peers, mystic people. Okay. And that's why it's fun to be in both planes I don't enjoy 4D when they're talking about spiritual warfare and energy vampires and dark auras or that demons and devils and evil is real in this way while it's a plane in the mind's eye. I don't appreciate them because that makes me think of ignorance and they are living the past and the present. They're also making statements in ways that are not true because the devil, evil, this stuff, it's in your mind's eye. It's not here. When we look at society, we have systems. We go vote. I'm a person who has a political science background. I know about the lovely, lovely system and how it malfunctions. I also know about what it's like to be a researcher since I did do research papers in my master's course in international relations and diplomacy. So I know the academic world and people who are all about conspiracies. Well, they're following a story. There's the 4D for you. And there's an adaptive child who has an agenda. And their silverback has told them what that agenda is. And they've chosen who's the bad people of their story and who's the good people of their story. And there you go. There's projection. 
there is distortion. Now, they can have all the clears they want. I noticed why the 4D thinks that there's some evil sources out there. There's no evil sources. They are misrepresenting the future because they did not learn about the future with science. And that's because they have no care about how the universe is made. No, apparently, even though they might not say they're flat earthers, they should just go with the flat earthers because apparently they don't understand that the universe is going to go through a specific type of, uh, what is it called? It has a life cycle. The physicists explain it. It's the minute that you ditch a subject matter that you, to me, are distorting anything. I can say I don't know all subject matters, but what I can say is that when I add to my subject matter list, it's like, okay, this, this gave me a data point. And so the data point for the future is it's not going to be with aliens that are evil, but it's not going to be what we have right now. Apparently the galaxies are moving farther away. There's more darkness and, and, and the stars can't re, re, reformulate their gas exchange to create more life. So... When you're making a story into, if when you're making a story out of data, that's why it's like a movie. We're not a movie. Okay, so enough about that. And back to 5D people with intuition don't spend time in our mind's eye. We allow ourselves to easily, quickly, and no problemo share and speak up and just be present. 4D, they can move here. They don't because of them not harnessing their emotional body. And actually, here's where I've noticed that 4D tends to dissociate in a way of depersonalization and derealization, which is out-of-body experiences, which makes me know that they could use a very good therapist to work with their stuff because their body is not in alignment with their mind. This is why, again, the woo-woo lady here, I'm good with the woo-woo. When I met with the academic community, as I learned about my stuff, I'm still learning trauma-informed, I, again, was aware that they would be breaking things down mathematically, and that's exactly why 5D mystics are here, because I'm not that type of mathematician. But to the 4D, I am a mathematician, because the 4D, I'm speaking of things that are untrue, potentially, because they're going to say, no, no, the evil people from the future, they're there, okay? <laughs> they're there, so... Clarity is of our own when you can understand that it's just beautiful to be a person and that the sphere of consciousness is a sphere of energy. And yes, your subconscious and conscious works with it, which is why the first step is your mental and emotional plane mastery, becoming your grown-up self. You do that through your caring connections. They help you see the worth behind you and you the worth behind them. And when we have whole three-year-old hearts, there's appreciation, there's safety. And those are the people that helped you to notice that you were hiding your true self because of others who didn't actually cloak you with their love and appreciation. They, they, they put a mantle, made you think you were evil or some shit like that. Basically, you are the buffoon or this black sheep somehow... And you're like, wait, I'm not. I'm actually special in a very, very different way. Not because more special, but the intuitiveness is, is one that doesn't allow people to always know where they stand, especially if they have not grown the sense of self-worth yet. And so here's why taking steps is so hard, because 
you haven't taken steps from the place of your inner wisdom. But now that you know your inner wisdom is something true, you want to take steps. But first you're seeing what you can envision. So you look to the past and you see what you've learned. You look to the present and you see where you are. And you look to the future with the knowingness that you don't know everything. What you do know is that you're not worthless and you're not cold and you're not heartless and you're not a problem. You're a person. If anything, you know that you have areas that you can work on with a person or people. And that's in a way of tangibly expanding the depths of your emotional body. Again, an emotional self alongside the mental self. And so to engage in healthy, loving relationships, to harness potentially your own clairs, your own gifts is how some people like to call them. I don't like to call them gifts, but right now, as you discover your intuitiveness, you're probably going to be excited about it. So you want to be able to embark on that journey. We have a lot of beautiful people embarking on the journey of allowing themselves to know how to support each other. And in this case, your clear is clairvoyance. So there's an intuitiveness about what people could need, but it's not about being the person who gives. It's about learning how to trust what you pick up and then also learning how to clear it up and allow yourself to live it in the absence of highlighting that it's going to go a certain way. So it's, it's really comfortableness with the process of the emotional self moving into more and more of presence. I'll close with this example. So being given the opportunity to move out of one's comfort zone is what we're talking about. And then to swiftly move into growing that if you don't like to say no and you're presented with a series of events that push you to realize that you feel pressured when people ask you to do something. And so you realize I'm a person who doesn't like to say no. You're being given the opportunity because those people are going to keep on doing what they're doing if you allow yourself to want to grow up. If you want to stay the adaptive child, you're going to cancel those people, the cancel culture people. They don't know how to effectively engage. And so they don't work with their self-regulation and their self-surrender and say, I'm a self and I can say no and I'm going to learn how to say my ventral vagal no. I'm going to learn how to be in equanimity in my body. I did all these things automatically, meaning without the knowledge of what I'm describing to you. So I was a teenager and began working with my three-year-old tone, with my family and my mannerisms, with my mother twin and my younger sister less, but this uh, harsh rigidity. My, my quote-unquote business is only, it's not unfinished. I do it with my immediate family, the people who I was a three-year-old with, and it's way better now but I still get into that rigidity with them. And other than that, romantically, no. Romantically speaking, I tell a potential partner who I am, how I feel, and if they can't handle it, then they're not partner material because securely attached people don't have room for those who are not going to consistently move into talking about things. You can't be a partner if you don't know how to talk about the depths of your emotions with me and you're not wanting to do it. Two indications that we're not anything 
romantic or partner-like. Okay, so with that being said, it's not a doubt. It's not a, we don't, we know what it means to be in a relationship with people who care about you and you care about them and partners means that we support and we can talk and we can't fuck anything up by telling you how we think or how we feel because that's actually, again, quite unsecure, insecure, and it's emotional insecurity. It's a charge. When we see people canceling each other, the ones who have a good trauma therapist, they're healing their trauma. They're learning how not to project and trigger. Okay, so here's where, as I was spelling out the example, Instead of saying, I'm going to blame the system because the system is why I'm, I'm going to blame you. Let me make blame you. No, there's, here's how I'm handling what you're doing right now. You're painting my ass right now. Can you just stop? And then here's how you keep handling it. Okay, I'm just going to learn in time how to not be in a pissy mood. And that's you choosing though. I'm not going to be in a pissy mood. Why would I be in a pissy mood? I'm learning how to say no. I'm being given the opportunity to learn how to harness my ventral vagal nervous system and say no. That's what it means to emotionally grow up. This is personal development. If there's additional stuff with trauma, trauma memory works a certain way, but it also is freed up. You heal in your relationships, but you heal because you're participating with your three-year-old heart. You're participating with your implicit memory. And here's where you don't crap on yourself if you have dysregulated stuff going on. You learn, how do I handle this? How do I replace my pattern with something better? How do I do that? Okay, I do it by first taking a look. And here's flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. I'm going to change this pattern because I want to. Because it doesn't bring me what I need or want, like with me and walking. I have to walk. I don't want to walk, but I'm going to walk, for example. So we all have areas that we get pushed to move outside of our comfort zone. And it's not extreme, but for some people, when they have tower moments, on the other hand, that's a different story. Not for today's reading, though, for another time. And just remember to be compassionate and loving with each other. Those first steps can only happen as you take them. Action speaks louder than words. And as you move into your adult self, it's going to be a person who's softer, more depth, more equanimous, more, okay, cool. And then next year, you're going to learn something else or next month. It all depends. This is the part. It's a, it's a nice journey. So we'll be back with more. Have a great day.